Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Welcome back to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Carly. It's Asal. It's Mike. And it's Lauren. And Asal, I want to know why you should be single this week. Um, so I signed up for Uber Eats's like monthly subscription called, I think it's called Eat Pass mm-hmm. or Uber yeah. Pass. No, I think it's called Eat Pass. Um, it is $9.99 a month. Um, but your first month Not is sponsored. <laughs> and to be fair, I have stopped. Like, I don't order as much Uber Eats as I did pre-COVID. Like, I do cook a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love Uber Eats. And so I got it because I was like, you know what? First month is free. I have until middle of November to cancel. Um, no cancellation fees. And I ordered the other day and I used my, like, my little monthly pass thing. And my order would have originally been like over $30 or around 30, but it was like $21. And I was like, wow, big savings. Um, So I love it. And I'll probably be ordering Uber Eats all the time now with this. Okay. Just a hot tip though. You should be using like any other food delivery app because Uber takes all the money from the small businesses. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I think they take like 30%. They're the only ones that haven't came up with like a COVID like relief plan for small businesses. So like DoorDash have and has and Skip the Dishes has and Ritual has, but like Uber Uber Eats is just like fuck you. We want the Oh no. That being said, I do use them sometimes cuz sometimes there's they have better options than the other ones. Yeah, some restaurants just I didn't are know on, that. But a lot are on both of all the apps. So, That's where a podcast for. Now you know. Do you know what, Asal? One tip. Actually, and also, because I'm big on DoorDash. Like, I like DoorDash because they only take, I think, 10% from uh, local restaurants. And they have something called Dash Pass. So Uh it's, like, very similar. Um, So when that subscription ends, switch to DoorDash, use that, and you save so much money. Like, you save so much money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, like, like go around. Yeah. It's a good idea. Save your money. Yeah. (laughs) Because on sometimes, what was it? Uh, oh, what was the one that we always used to talk about, Carly? Happy Burger. Mm. On some of the apps, sometimes the, uh, for Happy Burger on their menu, they wouldn't have the chicken sandwich, which I will say is one of the best chicken sandwiches. Everyone talks about this Popeye's wow. chicken sandwich. Fuck that thing. No, mm-hmm. no, whatever. Whatever. You get a bitter piece of chicken. No. <laughs> Happy Burger's chicken sandwich is fantastic. Best chicken sandwich and waffle fries. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Come on. I've never even heard of this place before. Hey. Yo, now shout out know. to Happy Burger. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, Michael, I want to know why you should be single this week. Uh, I am single this week uh, because let's be real. We're, we're pretty much in like what? This is stage 2.5 or what? I feel like we've been in this forever. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's really tough. Uh, no one wants to meet up and, and that's, and that's kind of like a, a tough thing. Everyone's very cautious about um, doing the whole person to person kind of thing. 
So it's been a lot of conversations, whether it's over text or uh, here or there, it's been a few video calls, but um, I'll admit for me now anyways, over time, it just, it kind of gets old. So it's, uh, I've been finding kind of breaking through that threshold has been kind of hard of uh, not being able to meet. So I, I can't wait for this thing to be done um, <laughs> because it's, 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 it's not helping. It's not helping at all. Like I, I'm all down for being super creative on having uh, to do certain, uh, you know, dating things, but, uh, but uh, you need that face-to-face -face sometimes. So I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah, the, now that like the weather's getting colder, it's like harder yeah. to go to like a park or something and be like six feet away. That being said, I I am seeing some interesting patios there with like heaters and stuff like that. But then again, I have like sometimes I don't want to be like right up against the street as a, a streetcar goes by and my open <laughs> drink is right there and whatnot. <laughs> have you actually like asked out some potential women and they've oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Because of COVID. That's exactly what it is. Because sometimes it's like people that you know are still that will like have elderly relatives that they still want to visit, and you know, kind of like breaking that bubble just for someone you don't know can be a tough thing to do, which I totally understand. So it's just one of those things. That's kind of it's a toughie. Yeah, I get it. I'm like I'm really over like Zoom calls, mm. even for like work. And like, I feel like in the beginning, people were like, this is fun. This is different. And now it's like, okay, like I get like, you're not going to like date someone yeah. that you haven't like met before when you live down the street from each other, maybe, but like you're only on zoom. Right. So yeah. I get it. Like that would be hard. Yeah. It's a tough one, but whatever we will adapt and we will conquer. Yeah. You're not the only one. That's for nah. sure. <laughs> Keep us updated though. And I want to hear more about these like virtual dates that you've been on. So oh Steve, we'll have to, yeah, I want to hear more about that. So we'll have to yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carly, why should you be single this week? Okay. Let's, let's try this again. Fuck. Okay. So no one I knew that we're doing be, it again. <laughs> I you know what though? Like, let's just like, let's let them know. Okay. All so right. I should be fucking single this week. And Boy. I know I talk so much about like things that are wrong with my body, but you know what? It's been a minute since I've had a good threading on my face and it's not that I'm a super hairy person, but it's something uh -huh. that I definitely needed to get done on the reg and I have not had my upper lip or my eyebrows threaded since beginning of March. I've been plucking myself or I've been trying to wax my eyebrows and my upper lip myself, but it's gotten to the point where it's really bad. Like actually, like I don't want to go near people. Like I'm so happy I can wear like masks when I have to go out in public because it's actually noticeable. Like I have a couple brown whiskers on the sides of my lip. I don't know. I was gonna say that like obviously you're like hiding behind a microphone right now, so I can't see your upper lip, but your eyebrows look fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah, okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm loving the eyebrows, how bushy they they've become but there's still like a couple strays but i just want to show you really quickly hold on you flyaways uh you're you, the, the, the lighting's working for you so we can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think your lighting's lighting's good yeah. <laughs> okay i'll trust you though i did hear like up. a little like a but yeah. okay well a little <laughs> brush up against the microphone up against guys it's so bad like i'm really happy that i uh Apparently welcome to my life every day uh. <laughs> um but because of like the phase we're in they don't even do anything under the mask but before mm. they did which is 
like crazy to me. I don't think mm. you can get anything on your face right now at all. No, you can. No, but like the new restrictions that they like came out with a few weeks ago, didn't they like oh. eliminate face things? Um, I think you can still do eyebrows though. Maybe it depends on the like, place. I couldn't get like yeah. faces out loud because we don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My place oh. where I go, they sent out a thing and they're like, we're still open for business. Okay. And I'm like, I think, yeah, it depends on the place, but yeah, nothing under the mask, but um, I think there are some places are still doing eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Honestly, it's just, it's guys, honestly, I just, I need somebody who I, who, if you can, if you live in the Toronto area and you can thread and you have not been around anybody um, in the last like little bit, I promise you, I haven't been around anybody, but please, like, I need you to come and thread my upper lip because it's like a fucking bush and I know it's going to be so painful, but I need a threading. ASAP. Look up YouTube videos on how to thread. I tried. I I can't. I'm so uncourt. I tried. I can't do it. It is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Okay. Anyway, so that's just my rant and ramble. But Lauren, why should you be single? Um, I should be single this week, and I don't know. I may have used this one before, but I like have really just noticed it again now that like we've have gotten more restrictions with COVID, which means like not being able to like go to the gym and yoga and Mm -hmm. stuff, um, which was really the only thing that was getting me out of bed every morning and like making me put on clothes and walk out the door and then like getting in a good routine. Cause it was like, kind of felt like a normal routine for once. Um, and then now that we're like restricted to doing that again, I'm like back in like the, like, phase two slump of just being like my alarm goes off and I press snooze like 87 times and I'm like okay like I guess it's like 9 a.m I should probably roll out of bed and turn my computer on (laughs) I'm like in the worst routine again and I just lay in bed for like hours in the morning um so yeah really hope uh that petition works and gyms reopen (laughs) (laughs) so I can feel normal again (laughs) I know it's been gloomy for the past few days too so I feel like that's definitely a factor that's just yeah yeah I know for sure. Whenever it's like rainy, I'm like, it feels like it's 6 p.m. and it's like 10 a.m. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. It's like I um, I got a new TV. So my older TV is in my bedroom now. So now I have like a big old 55 inch TV in my bedroom, which is like terrible now that it's all gloomy because now I just you just don't want to leave bed. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, you oh. have no reason. <laughs> yeah. I have a fire stick. You're good to go. Get yourself a nice comfy blanket. And you're just like, no, you have to be a person. So, yeah, got to get up. I know. Also, like, my bed is, like, in my whole apartment, so that doesn't help anything either. But, uh. All right. Um, Should we get into today's episode? Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So today's episode is all about going from single and ready to mingle to cuffed up (laughs) Hopefully for life, even though our psychic in last week's episode said otherwise for Lauren and I. <laughs> um, no so for, actually, technically for all of us, she said none of us were with people that we were going to be with forever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so we're going to be talking today about what it's been like being in a relationship now when we were all single for so, so long. Um, so my first question for you guys is, how did you know your current partner was someone you wanted to make it official with? How did you know? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> okay, so nobody wants to go first. I was like, who wants to go Clearly. first? 
podcast. <laughs> okay, so maybe I'll I'll start then. Okay. Um, how did I know that I wanted to be in a relationship and make whatever Marty and I were doing official? So it's so weird, and I don't think I think I may have like dropped little tidbits earlier on um, about how we like came about connecting and whatnot, but. I don't know. I always felt that there, there was something there and it's so strange, but it was like this energy or this vibe. And I just always had that. Um, you guys remember, like, even from the moment that he reached out on our Instagram, I was like, oh, there's something like different about this guy. And so I think I always had that in the back of my mind. So I always was hoping that like, hey, maybe this could work out. But of course we had the distance in between us, which proved to be you know an issue um but I don't know the the once we started connecting and talking more um he he I realized he and I are so incredibly different but that was okay like Mm -hmm. the fact that we were so different meant that he was opening me up to an entirely new world of just like perspectives and opinions and things that I'd never heard about or paid much attention to. And so it's always proving to, we're always, it's, we always have like really interesting conversations. He challenges me. Um, I think that, you know, we both are kind of like loyal to a fault. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It was just like, we both were like, cool. Like if we're in this, we're in this, like, let's just do that. And there was never any, like, I don't know, like, I don't trust you. Like it was just, that was never there. So Mm -hmm. there was that. And then also we just aligned on a lot of like future, future, not not like just what our futures look like. So mm-hmm. from like a goals perspective, like what we wanted out of life, what we expected life to look like or what it could look like. I think we just aligned on so many different things despite us being like complete opposites. Um, but I don't know. There was just something about him. I just found so intriguing. And I'm like, I need to like, I need to know more and I, I want to know more and I want to see how this person grows. And I want to know how like my influence on his life would impact him and vice versa. And I think it's going to be like a very, it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. So I think all of those things considered, I mean, and I know that was a lot, but I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I think, I think I like, I'm really into this guy. And I think I want to, you know, like make it a fish. Um, And I guess like, yeah. Yeah. I guess that was it. I don't know. It was, it was just <laughs> well said. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I, it was like, like I said, good energy from the beginning. Like it wasn't like a love at first sight or anything like that. No, but it was just like, it, it was like a vibe at first and Instagram probably, DM. And probably because <laughs> of the distance and the communication between you guys, you guys both kind of like created this environment where you're cool enough to like drop your guards with each other. Right. Because especially when yeah. you're single for so long, you do have like your, your armor to kind of protect you from, you know, outside forces. But then when you find that person where it's okay, it's like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll take the gloves off this time. And okay, fine. Maybe I'll take off the giant chain mail of protective love armor. And then, yeah. Right. Cause at the same time, I was like, what do I have to lose? Like, what if yeah. this person and I never connect? Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It was like a safe space. Like yeah, I, exactly. I really had nothing to lose. And I just, we, I think we both just kind of like put it out all that on the table mm-hmm. and we're able to kind of like yeah. look at everything go through it and be like yep 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 and we're like okay this 
let's just fucking do it. This works. So yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like the distance gave you like less pressure because like totally. when you would go on dates, like previously, it's like you go on three dates and you're like, I don't know, but I feel like I need to let them know because like, like they seem really into me, but I'm not sure if I'm there yet. And like, when you're just like talking and you're like, okay, I don't know where this is going. It might not go anywhere. It might go somewhere. It's like puts a lot less pressure on you. Right. So I think that probably like definitely helped. Okay. So what I'm piecing together is I should stop being such a baby and continue on with the conversations I've been having because eventually when COVID does get better, maybe something good can come out of it. Yeah, maybe. There you go. (laughs) We have a long distance relationship in Toronto. Yeah. (laughs) And And honestly, like I will say, like, especially if you've been single for a really long time, like all of us were, and especially me, I feel like I've just single for so, I was single for so fucking long, like a decade. No, I'm kidding. But, (laughs) but it's, I don't know, like having that time just to talk with, like, like you said, I think pressure is something that weighs so heavily on us when we are dating. It's Mm -hmm. like, is this the right person? What does this mean? You know, what is my future going to look like? You don't have that. It's like, I'm just going to get to know this person and not have to worry about like, when should we kiss? What about sex? Like (laughs) all of those factors kind of drop and you're just like really able to hone in and focus on that person and getting to know them. So I don't know. I like that. (laughs) I feel like for me, like, I mean, like our Arnold and I's like first date, like obviously it went really well. And I like wasn't anticipating it to, because I'd just been on so many God awful dates. You told me you didn't even want to go on the date with him. And I was no, like, I was ready to, go. I was ready to bail. And like, I told myself that I was okay. Like I had like a couple dates with different people set up for that weekend. Just people I had been talking to. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get these dates out of the way. And then I'm like taking a break from dating for like a while. Um, And like, obviously like we hit it off right away. Um, And I think like, just like, obviously like on our first date, like I wanted it to turn into something more like instantly, but I also have like, realistic expectations and i'm like okay like it went really well like but like i'll be happy if even like text me again because i'm like used to guys doing that and going on dates and thinking they went well and then like never hearing from the person again or like you know so i really was trying not to get too excited about it in the beginning even though i like really liked him um and then i think just like knowing when like i wanted to be official with him is just because like I just had zero interest in pursuing anyone else. And you guys know me is like, I'm have always been like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, like until they're worth putting all the eggs into that one basket and like date around until like you are at a point where you can be official with someone. And like, I think like I had like zero interest in doing that. And like, I wanted to spend all my like time with him. And like, I just think I also like just felt like a hundred percent comfortable with him and like, Mm -hmm previous relationships I feel like I just like not even relationships just people I've dated always had like anxiety and been like do they like me do they not like me like are we on the same page like I'm too scared to like speak up and tell my needs because I don't want to scare them away and I just had like my brain was always going like 90 miles an hour and with him it was never like that Mm -hmm. which like felt very strange to me because I was so used to having like being like I was so used to having unhealthy relationships essentially that a healthy relationship felt unhealthy and weird to me um so I think it just like yeah it was just like it felt right and like I think 
him and I like complement each other a lot. Like he, the yin to the yang, like he brings out parts of like good parts of me and I bring out good parts of him. So I think it's just kind of, it works. It felt right. Aww. Oh. Quick, quick question. And this goes away from a side of left field. Have you guys ever had a fight like you and Arnold? Hmm. Have you ever had like a fuck you kind of thing like that or like that? No, definitely not a fight like that. Like okay. we've like bickered about little things okay, or yeah, yeah. like one of us is in like a mood, but nothing like mm-hmm. we've never fought about anything serious. Like, okay. so it's always like just you're bad at navigating and you're the navigator on the road trip. And I'm like, I'm doing all I can. Like stupid shit like that. Like never like <laughs> not anything serious, but oh, yeah, why? That's good. No, I was just curious. I was just curious. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people don't talk about that stuff, so I'm bringing it up here. So that's oh, yeah. No, not really. No, yeah, that's good. Sal, what about you? How did you know JB was the one? I was about to say his real name. I <laughs> 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 what his disguise name was. <laughs> so similar to you, Lauren, like, I was, I was already, like, dating somebody, mm-hmm. like, on and off, who I've talked about on the podcast, Clive. It's, like, kind of seeing him. I totally um, forgot about that cat. Oh, <laughs> fucking blast from the past. Yeah. Fucking Clive. But that wasn't, like, really going anywhere. And then when yeah. I met JB, I instantly was, like, just, like, so happy on our date. And it was just, mm-hmm. like, such a good date. And, like, we were vibing. And it was... I was so happy and I kind of just like knew then I was like, like, I don't even want to see anybody else. Yeah. But then JB and I kind of had a little bit of like a up and down in the beginning Mm -hmm. of our relationship where we actually parted ways um, and then reconnected um, shortly after. And it was then where he was putting in all the effort to kind of quote unquote, win me, win me back. Um, And so I gave him a chance and I'm so happy that I didn't. I think that that was like really important for us to go through um, because it made us stronger. And so, yeah, I mean, I was obviously devastated when we parted ways because mm-hmm. our first date was so good and I liked him so much. And I was like, what the hell? And then um, he obviously felt the same way because he came back. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Like they always do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they no. always come back yeah. <laughs> fucking <Yeah. stop. laughs> well that's why i asked lauren that question if they've ever because i already know like you and jb have already kind of had like your, your you've had your ups and, and downs but now it's all up you know yeah. and, and and it's all it's so good to the point where like i i don't want to give him any more like airplay but like i totally forgot about clive like honestly <laughs> totally forgot about it. i did too except right? for like off air we were recently talking about him and i'm like i had to look him up on instagram because i forgot what he looked like and i was like oh yeah what a distant memory we remember when actually, he came? He, oh go ahead he messaged me like two weeks ago and he was on, or, like yeah. a week ago and he was like hey like can i get a private yoga class and then he thought i was single and i was like um i'm still dating somebody because he, I, I had told him a month ago that I was in a relationship because yeah. he messaged me a month ago too. And he's like, still? And I was like, oh, are you surprised that I'm still in a relationship? And he's like, well, no, because like relationships don't really like last long nowadays. So uh, he's like, I'm just shocked you're still seeing him. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You're yeah. really selling yourself great here, Clive. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, Clive. Mr. Lava Lava. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So I want to know, um, cause I don't know if I know this about all of your relationships 
and our listeners probably definitely don't, but like, how did that conversation happen? Like when, like, did you have a conversation to be like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Or did it just like, yeah, was it like a timeline thing? It's just like, well, it's been three months. You're yeah. Like in. I want to know like, how yeah. you, how you became official. <laughs> was it a sit down? Was there a PowerPoint? <laughs> Carly, do you want to go first? Pros and cons. Sure. Okay. I'll go first. I'll go first. So, okay. So how did it come about? So Mm -hmm. I think, so what you listeners need to understand is that like Marty and I, we have been in communication now for like, oh my God, it'll be what, two years? Something like that. And like next year, like early next year. So it's been a long time. When we started this podcast. Yeah, close to the birth of this, uh, (laughs) this, this, this baby we got going here. Yes. So, oh my God, if we had a child, guys, it would be two. (laughs) Our little SDU baby. Jeez. (laughs) The terrible twos. Um, But so... But we didn't really start off with these like romantic feelings or anything like mm-hmm. that. How it came about. So I want to say mid, like I would say like beginning of July, end of June, beginning of July. Um, I don't know. Like I, I was, I was definitely going through something like yeah. there were just so many things that were on my plate, things that were weighing me down from like a mental standpoint Um and I felt like Marty and I, we were drifting apart. And at this, at this time, we weren't necessarily anything. Like mm-hmm. we, ha- we may have been like, I, we haven't, I don't even think we exchanged like, I like you, I like you. I really don't think there was anything like that because we were so like, we don't, we're in fucking COVID. And what does this mean for us? Yeah. You know, like when are we going to be able to like hang out and see each other? So I definitely distanced myself a little bit. I felt like I was not getting back from him what I wanted. Um, I wasn't getting the attention. I wasn't like really getting like the, the butterflies from him. And I was like, you know what? I need to like just date other people that are close, you know? And that's when I went on a couple of those dates, if you guys remember. And when that happened, um, I told him that I was, he asked me if I was going on a on a date and I was like yeah I am and he was like and he was like oh okay (laughs) and I think a like uh, a switch flipped and he was like wait like hold on I I don't know if this is like kind of what I want do you really want this and we got into like a huge blow up so have have you when you're like talking about like hey have you and Arnold ever fought Mm. have you and JB ever fought yeah Marty and I have had one blowout and this was it. It was like a three-day blowout. Holla, there <laughs> we go. And up of everything. <laughs> everything blew up. And it was kind of like one of those things where we just didn't tell each other how we felt mm. because it's weird. It was weird with a long-distance kind of relationship, right? So uh, eventually, you know, around like the three-day mark, which was like a great time in my life. Like I know it was like really shitty because like that, like that whole thing was happening. But guys, I was not eating and I felt so thin. I was like, oh my God, I, lo- I love heartbreak. Now I get it. Like I get the movies now. I'm like, this is great. Uh, <laughs> but we finally came to and we're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. And then, 
you know, a couple weeks later after, you know, we had expressed those feelings, mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned to him and I was like, listen, I just straight up, I don't feel single. I really don't feel single anymore. He's like, I don't either. And then he's like, I do, ref- I do think of you as my girlfriend. I refer to you to Whoa. other people as my girlfriend. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. news to me, dude. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so it was just one of those things where we're kind of like, okay, yeah. I guess this is it. So that's how it kind of came about. It w- And I think, you know, there were like a series of events that led up to it, but I think mm-hmm. like me actually just posed and I didn't want to ask because it's so awkward. How do you bring that up? Are we boyfriend and girlfriend? What are we? Like, what do you feel? So I was just like, listen, I don't feel single. And then I felt like that was like the best segue into yeah, That life. is a good segue. You know, I just wanted to like, and like, that's how I felt. I'm like, I really don't want to date anybody else. Yeah. But that is um, you asking though. You being like, hey, like, was, what are we? What are we doing here? Yeah. But like an indirect nonchalant way. Yeah. yeah, asking. yeah, yeah. Everyone and, has their own method. Yeah. And that's how it came about. And then after that, it was just like natural. Like we never had to bring it up again. And hey, buddy, boom, buddy, bing. There, there you go, guys. <laughs> the rest yeah. is fucking history. Well, yeah, I never had to bring it up again, especially since you're just like, yeah, I, I, I I consider us together. And he's like, yeah, I've been saying you're my girlfriend like the past six months. So like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think it was like six months, but you know. It yeah. was, no, no, it was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, about, what about you guys though? Like, I, I, I'm curious because I also don't know if I know your origin stories. Asal, what about you and JB? Yeah. What was the um, point when your guys are just like, and then embraced in like a, a rainy notebook kiss. Like, when was that moment? <laughs> well, we were actually um, volunteering with a Toronto organization to go save dogs. In That's Texas. right. Oh, shit. So we yeah. were um, driving to Texas um, and we're in the car and we're almost, I think we had just made it to Texas. We're a 26 mm-hmm. hour drive to Texas. We're disoriented, tired, smelly, like just all the emotions. Yeah. Um, and he like held my hand. And I've said this on the podcast before. Uh, you <laughs> held your hand, looked in your eyes, like you need a shower. Yeah, you just held my hand. He's like, you know what? Like I can't live without you. Like uh, I want you to be my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, what do you say? And I was just like, let's do it. <laughs> and yeah and the rest is history <laughs> yeah so it, it was kind of like with it's kind of the same with like carly and, and and marty where you deep down underlying you guys felt the same way it's just that you just need to like communicate it to each other and yeah. um and in and, and your and jb's case it was, it was forged in fire it was it was a crucible where you <laughs> literally had to go beyond borders yeah. uh, for however many hours to uh save some dogs and then finally when everyone's tired and the emotions are down, then you let it out. So, yeah. 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 And like that trip, we were able to like, just learn so much about each other too. Like mm-hmm. it was a very difficult journey. Um, so if you ever want to, um, <laughs> what it'd be like with a partner to, to drive 26 hours, one way, 26 hours back with yep. a bunch of dogs that are going to be murdered. Like, do, it, do it with your partner and see if you guys come out. I know they, they do say like you want to see what how someone really is like like travel with them but like that's like next level that's travel. next level exactly <laughs> yeah you're not on like a glorious vacation on a beach yeah but i do feel like as awkward as like you know like carly were saying like how awkward it is to be like what are we boyfriend and girlfriend like i feel like it's like 
with Arnold and I, it was so important for me to like have that conversation because the amount of times I'd been with people that I'm like, oh, I don't need to have the conversation. Like I can just feel that we feel the same way. And then they like ghost me and I'm like, okay, obviously they never felt that way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) uh, Obviously, like I thought we were on the same page, but we were not. Or they find out they're like sleeping around or whatever. So like, I do think obviously you have to have that conversation with someone eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, But for Arnold and I, it was like, um right before christmas last year i was going to africa like right after so we were going home for the holidays separately to our own parents house houses and then i was leaving for africa right after so i was gonna be gone for like three weeks yeah so i was like okay i need to have this conversation because i don't want to go to africa and wonder like what we are <laughs> yeah because once you find like a beautiful nigerian prince <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't even know if you went to Nigeria. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> no, <you> didn't. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I remember we like went on this brewery tour one day and like mm-hmm. I finally built it. There were so many like moments where I could have said something just like naturally, but like I just kept chickening out. I don't know why. I just hate talking about feelings. And then like Here the last stop after I had like multiple beers in me. And I think I mentioned this before it came up because like I was talking about Mike and how I always would ask Mike for a mm. male perspective because yeah, yeah. he's like my only guy friend really. So like I would ask him about like our relationship. And so I was like, and he was like, Oh, what were you asking him about this week when you like recorded? And I was like, <laughs> well, he was asking me like what you and I are. And I was just saying like, I didn't know. And like, I didn't know how to bring it up. And then like, there was, there was the segue. Oh. <laughs> you uh, are welcome but yeah yeah so we like became official and then i was like okay bye see you in three <laughs> peace <laughs> hope this lasts gonna go and better so my life was he, was he like oh yeah like i've been wanting to bring it up but like i didn't know how did that conversation ever come up yeah like he was just kind of like he's like i knew we were gonna have the conversation that day because it just like was like I was going away. We were both going home for Christmas and stuff like that. He's like, I, like, I just didn't know who was going to bring it up first. Um, and like when I brought it up, he was like, like, I was just kind of like, I'm seen, like, I haven't been seeing anyone else since I've met you. And like, I have no desire to be with anyone else. And like, and he was like, well, what would you say if I asked you to be my girlfriend? So oh. he asked, I didn't ask him to be my boyfriend. Uh-huh. But, Ooh, I love uh, that. Yeah. And then that was, that was it. Cute. Very cute. That is. Um, okay, so now that we're most of us, with the exception of Mike, we're in relationships. What do you guys find being the like what's the weirdest thing or like the strangest thing or like the most different thing about transitioning from being single for so long to being in a committed relationship because i mean we were single for so long we started a fucking podcast about dating yeah we built habits so i feel like we have a lot to share on this uh lauren what about you i think like i mean one of the things i like mentioned before was just like the one of the things to get used to was like not having that like anxiety and like feeling like i was so in my head about someone in a relationship like that was really weird Mm -hmm. adjustment for me i was like is this normal to feel this way and i'm like yes this is a normal relationship lauren (laughs) um but i think like another thing um 
I think like I had obviously been on like a million dates. If you've been following this podcast from the beginning, the you would know. Serial dating pro. <laughs> I was serial dating. So I'd been on a lot of dates, good, bad. Um, but I hadn't really gotten to the point with very many people, if any, where you just did nothing together, mm-hmm. you know, like you're like, when you're in a relationship, you're not always going to be going on dates every day and doing like getting, having those like getting to know you conversations and that like initial excitement of going on a first date or like disappointment after the first date. (laughs) So like, I think that was like a definitely adjustment. And I think especially since like when COVID hit, um, in March, like Mm -hmm. basically like most of Nassal and I were talking about this, like the other day, how like a huge chunk of our relationships have been in COVID. So it's like, we were really forced to do nothing together. <laughs> like only with each other. Like, So I think that was like one of the weirdest things about like, like adjusting in a mm-hmm. new relationship. Um, but yeah, I'm getting used to it. I think for me, um, the fact that like, you have to always care about someone else like it's not just about life isn't just about me anymore like every decision I make affects JB like Mm -hmm. um it could just be making plans with friends just like being like oh hey like did we have plans this weekend because I'm gonna be like you know hanging out with Lauren or something like it's just and then same thing for for your partner like everything that they do and the decisions that they make affect the other person and you're just not caring about yourself you're not like you can't be selfish anymore. That was um, a big one for me. It's so good to be selfish sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's fair. Totally. Well, you, Carl's. Uh, yeah. Deep in thought over there. I, know, I was in. deep in thought. So, feelings. yeah. So I feel like out of everyone here, I was probably like the most single because like I wasn't going <laughs> on a lot of dates. Yeah, yeah. Like I was so content for the longest mm. time. Like being alone and by myself and so to be completely honest let's you know this is a long distance relationship so it's it's not a whole lot has changed from my day to day to be completely honest but um there are a few things that you know uh there are other challenges i guess that come with it one of those being um you know the time that we do have together kind of what asal was saying like it's you know when you're in a relationship you're you have to be comfortable with like doing nothing together and accepting doing fucking nothing like sitting on the couch or being in two separate areas of the house and just like living separately like in a way like you know I think we have I think it took me some time to kind of get out of the mindset that like tvs and movies kind of project onto like what a relationship should look like and I for the last, you know, however many years, I've just been doing nothing but watching movies and television shows that talk about relationships and you see relationships evolving. And it's so, there's so much to it. Like these couples are always doing things, getting into these crazy situations, these mishaps. And then when you are in that, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Is my relationship like super fucking boring? It's like, no, bitch, it's not. It's just like, it's not like TV. It's not like, not like the fucking movies. Yeah. Like you're going to have fun date nights. You're going to like, you know, uh, go out and do things, experience things together. But you're also going to have times where you're just like fucking chilling. Like you're both sitting down on the couch on your phones individually, not talking for 30 minutes. And that's okay. Like, it's just about like, 
accepting that you can do nothing together. But I think that was like the biggest thing for me because I always felt like we have we have such limited time together. We need to be always doing something, doing something going yeah. somewhere, like have something planned. Um, but really, it's it's that's not real life. Like that's not fucking reality. Yeah. You know, it's just you have to kind of take a step back and be like, we're gonna live. You know, doing like you know what I mean. It's just like it's, you're gonna be doing yeah, different things. No, for sure. The there's like, beauty in the silence and there's yeah, beauty, and, beauty in being present with each other. So And like yeah. some of my like favorite days are like when like we just like cook dinner together or like I'm sitting on the couch reading a book and like Arnold's watching sports. Like I mm-hmm. like sometimes those are like my favorite days. Like, yeah, like I love going on adventures and going on dates, but like it's you like appreciate just having time with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I one of like the favorite things when like being in a relationship is uh is uh, like making your partner laugh like at random moments you know <laughs> like, like anything like they could be like what Lauren was doing is like uh reading a book and then like I don't know like I remember like sometimes I would just I always have this stupid one gag where like I'll walk by with like my butt hanging out <laughs> it's like something... that all the time <laughs> <laughs> of course it's just something dumb but it's whatever but just like kind of get like that genuine added randomness laugh out of your partner is uh is rewarding it every time exactly it's rewarding enough and after you can go back to do whatever the fuck you want to do <laughs> yeah. i like that that's funny um so what were some of the challenges or insecurities you guys had at the beginning of your relationships or maybe still have today constantly thought I was going to be broken up with. <laughs> and I think it's how we talked about it on the podcast once and you were like, yes, for the first six months, I also thought I was always being broken up with. Yeah. For me personally, I was uh-huh. just like, oh my God, my past trauma, no relationships ever last. This isn't going to last. And um, yeah, I felt like we were going to break up for a good solid like six seven months of our relationship I'm like are you gonna break up with me are you gonna get bored of me but like yeah yeah, like definitely a challenge was overcoming trust like trusting the person which like I'm a thousand percent better at like I a thousand percent trust JB but it took a really long time that was a journey um I think another challenge is like trying to accept your partner's like differences Mm. because me and JB are extremely different and sometimes our differences can get in the way. Um, So learning like how to deal with and like accept your partner and for their differences, like that's a challenge and it's like a work in progress. For sure. Yeah. I think that's one for like a lot of people for sure. Like Arnold and I are very different as well. Like it hasn't really like, I mean, to be fair, I think like COVID has kind of like worked in our favor in some ways. Like I'm sure if like we were out in real life and like um, that would maybe be more present because we would be able to do different things and like explore different interests. But um, yeah, I feel like that's one that like a lot of people struggle with. I think for me too, like just being like, I mean, um, I've talked about it before of just like struggling with like talking about my feelings and like communicating my, how I feel and being vulnerable. And I think from day one of this relationship, I tried to be like very open and different than I had been in past relationships, with that kind of thing. But I still like struggle with it. And like for the longest time I used to think like, well, I still kind of do like, just like if you're too vulnerable or if you like 
communicate how you feel like just being scared like that person's just gonna like run the other way because they're like mm. not on the same page or something but yeah, yeah that's definitely one i deal with so interesting this 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 feel of like you fucking up and you're gonna be the linchpin that just screws up this whole thing <laughs> yeah if it's not like the other person or anything else like that so yeah it's, it's interesting Oh God. And that's such a big, like, that's honestly such a big thing for me. I'm like one, one thing I say that mm-hmm. we take in the wrong way and completely out of context will fucking ruin everything. Yeah. The one time. <laughs> and it's like, no bitch, take a chill pill and take totally. a step back. And like, it's not always about you and it's not always what you think it is. I think we we're so in our heads about so many things that we forget that like our realities aren't necessarily the same realities as our partner. So it's just, you know, keeping that like open line of communication, like always going and like sharing your feelings. If you fucking think something's off, just bring it up. Or if you're like, wow, I feel like I've been like, like doubting this like relationship for a while, or I've like brought this up like quite a bit recently I think that there's also a, there comes a time where you're like okay like I'm gonna press the pause button and like why am I feeling this way and I think I need to do like some like self-reflecting and like maybe drop it like kind of pick your battles in a way um but one of the other main securities for me is like sorry insecurities I think I might have said securities <laughs> Woo! One of the insecurities, uh, Marty is older and he Mm. has more experience, like life experience. And he also, um, there, there are just some areas where obviously he's like far more knowledgeable than I am. And I'm insecure about coming off like an idiot or being uninformed about a certain topic or subject that we're discussing. So I feel like I always need to be like on my game in a way, just in case like talk about that specific subject, I need to know current events that are happening. And I know it sounds so stupid, but like, I'm trying, I really, I, for me, it shows that like I'm making an effort um but i'm still very insecure about the fact that like he has all of this like knowledge and all of these opinions and he's able to back everything he says up because he has like actual examples and i'm sitting over here like oh my god like why do you even like me like you can break up with me i fucking feel like a dumbass. do you guys know what i mean like yes i'm like the same with arnold some days because he reads like literally like 18 books a week like he and he'll like buy a book like, he bought a book that had like mathematical equations inside of it and i'm like who reads this kind do not of not bring up math to me right now but, but i know like, <laughs> like i so like i sometimes i'm like i just what <laughs> yeah, like, do you look at me and think i'm like the stupidest person in the no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So I so I think yeah. So there you go. Like that. That's that's another thing that like I feel like kind of insecure about like from the beginning, but even more so now because now I'm like, well, now I'm like, hey, we're in this. Like, I don't mm. want you to think that you're fucking dating like some dumbass. <laughs> um, but also, okay, challenges and insecurities. I think also, um, once again, I have to like because so much of like our relationship relies on us communicating when he doesn't respond right away or he takes like six hours to respond Mm. um i gotta be cool with that i i really do and it's just one of those things where i can't be like why is he ignoring me is he ignoring me for like a specific reason and i have to be like fuck he has a life he's busy he's like he's like 
is working or he's like in the middle of something or like he's distracted by something else. And then he'll come back and be like, oh, sorry, busy. I was busy doing this. I'm like, cool. So I think for me, it's uh, a big insecurity is like, did I say something wrong? Yeah. Or like, and I'm, I'm, oh, I'm always so scared that like I said something wrong or, you know, it's just, it's just being able to like take a step back and like fucking chill. Like he's not like, because they're not responding right away. Does not mean worst case scenario? Like he's not like, exactly. tech, he's not like writing out his notes to like break up with you. He's fucking doing other things. So Sorry, yeah. I saw what you were going to say something, and I was like, I'm going to keep going. Um, well, I, I forgot what I was going to say, so it's fine. Fuck, I was I'm just so going to say, like, that's totally been, like, one of my insecurities is, like, the past. And, like, even I think when Arnold and I first started dating and stuff, like, I totally, like, go down a rabbit hole when, like, with texting behavior, which is, like, so silly, but it's, like, our generation. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Or even like sometimes do you ever get it when you're like on a phone call and like you're you're so excited to talk about talk and maybe the other person isn't like really in a talkative mood. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, and then you're like, cool, like well, I'm ignoring you. I'm I'm annoying you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> like I'm Don't so it's the worst. It's such a pet peeve. I hate it's, when that happens. It's the worst. And like I legit, like, just in case, guys, I fucking make notes. I'm like, this is what I'm gonna discuss when we when we speak next. <laughs> what? Well, you guys, so I'm funny. fucking I'm fucking crazy, <laughs> clearly. So, <laughs> like that. Hey, whatever works for you, that's fine. There you go. There you go. You should keep all those notes so, like, one day you could look back at it, like, three years into your relationship and be like, oh my God, this is what we talked about on this phone call. <laughs> well, what's really funny is, like, he knows, like, he knows that I do. Like, he, he's like, he's, whenever I'm like doing something, he's like, oh, are, are you, he's like, are you going to make a note about that? I'm like, fucking probably because <laughs> like, you have to understand, like I smoke so much weed that like my memory is fucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, whoever's listening for my family, I don't do that that much. <clears throat> She's not, so. we do it together. It's great. Yeah, we do bitch. <laughs> it's been a while though. Um, I miss you. I miss you too. Okay. Moving on. Um, okay. So like, before we head into our segment, I have one last question for you guys on this topic. Um, so if you could go back and tell your single self anything, what would it be? I know it's deep. (laughs) It is deep. I think I would just tell myself that it's okay to be alone and embrace it, have fun um have more one night stands because I never did that (laughs) (laughs) I really never have had like a one night stand before okay but Um, if you became single again like now like cross your fingers you don't but like if you did would you just start going on one night stand rampages I don't know (laughs) you wish you did that no no you know (laughs) what that's very honest I don't know (laughs) I'm I'm not that type of person so no but yeah yeah um I would just you know Tell my single self that it's okay, you know, if that happened. Because like, yeah. I think it's like in my early 20s, I'd be like, I can't do that. I'm, I'm going to become a slut if I do that. Like mm. my mentality just like, but you know what? Fuck it. Have yeah. fun. Um, Catch a few dicks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and yeah, my time, your time will come, Asal. That's what I'd say. <laughs> your time will come. <laughs> Um, okay. For me, what would I tell my single self? Honestly, I have no fucking advice for that bitch because (laughs) 
I feel You're like on your own. <laughs> you could, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I would have said to single Carly. Mm. Um, I feel like, I feel like I've just, I've always like had like a really, I've just known myself so well. And I know that sounds like super fucking cocky, but like, hear me out. I really don't think there's anything that I could have said that would have supported me or changed the outcome of where I am right now. Like, I think everything that I was going through, everything I felt like when I was single, it brought to me, brought me to the point where I was today. Yeah. If anything, I would have been like, remember that guy that you keep on going back to? He fucking doesn't care about you and drop it because (laughs) at the end of the day, like you deserve more and this guy's a fucking asshole. Listen to your friends Mm -hmm. and that's it. But that's the only advice I'd ever give. But as far as like what I should have done or how to improve myself, that's such a good one. You know how many years of my life I wasted on loser guys? Yeah. What kind of goes hand in hand with what I'd tell myself is Mm -hmm. like, that like no guy should make you question yourself so much or like make you feel so insecure. And like, I, like I thought, like I got to a point where I just thought that's how I felt in relationships. Like I just thought, you know, that the, the past has done that damage. And like, now that's just what a relationship feels like to me. And like, it's not how it should feel. And like, you should like trust your gut and like mm-hmm. not waste your time on like shitty people like that. Because when you find the right person, like, I don't know if Arnold's going to be who I spend the rest of my life with, but I knew at the time, like right away that he was mm-hmm. different than the people that there I you go. wasted too much time on in the past. Totally. So, yeah. And, and I, I think this goes without saying, and I think I can like speak for all of us on this. It's just, and like, I, I read this somewhere, I was like a meme or something, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it just, it, it rung so true. And I was like, fuck yeah. But why do we spend so much time on people that don't like us back? If somebody doesn't like you back, move the fuck move on. on. And I know it's hard because you, there's something about the, that, that gratification of getting that person to finally like you, but it's not worth it. It's not worth your energy, the space in your mind, your feelings, like, you know, here's the thing, you know, when somebody, mm-hmm. when somebody is interested in you, you fucking know, you know, because they're talking to you, they're totally. showing you affection, they want to see you, they want to hear your opinion. When somebody isn't into you, like, short responses, they don't ask you to yeah. hang out, like, they're flirting and hooking up with other people, like, in front of you. Like, you yeah, they're catching know. every other dick no, that's not I yours. I do think that some people are really good at pretend liking you and leading you on and making you think all these things. I had a guy that I was dating tell me how he wanted me to meet his family, like the weekend coming up. And like, I've had people tell me they want to go on trips with me and, you know, and, and, and then blindside me and break up with me. So I think people can be very good at fake Wait, liking you. <laughs> for sure. I, I, for sure. And I absolutely agree with that, but I'm yeah. more so talking about the people that you're chasing after who like okay, aren't yeah. giving it back to you. Yeah. Exactly. Like those people yeah. are feeding you fucking lies. I'm talking about the people that like you're super into and they know it, but they don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So at the same time, from, sometimes totally that's you feeling that like well. comfortable being that person that chases, right? Like sometimes that feels comfortable to you. So it's always kind of breaking out of what feels comfortable to you. In, mm-hmm. uh, in those circumstances, being able to identify it and then action on it. So, because mm-hmm. that's nice. the worst when you identify and you do nothing about it. Yeah. This was good advice to our single selves. There you yeah. go. <laughs>
If only we knew this years ago. If I could turn yeah. back time. If I could find my way. Guys, I haven't done like a sun, like a breakout in a while, so I thought I'd give it to you. Well, it happened. I liked it. <laughs> um, so moving along to uh, the end of the episode tonight, or whenever this morning, whenever you guys are listening to this <laughs> podcast, we are going to be doing a fuck, Mary kill. Hello. Or in Carly's words. Eliminate, fornicate, and forever mate. There you go. Bless you. <laughs> yes, Michael. Yeah, good job, Mike. So I'm glad 50% of us can remember that. Yeah, no. It's a hard one. Um, so who wants to go first? Okay, okay. We, we got Lawrence right there. <laughs> Lauren, Everyone but Lauren. Anyone else answering. Okay, so it's going to go a Sal, Carly, Mike. Okay. okay. And me. Okay. So I've gone with a talk show host theme here. Gotcha. So Maury. Okay. Jerry Springer. Uh huh. Or Dr. Phil. Oh, easy. It's <laughs> on who to eliminate, but yeah. Um, okay, I think I would um, eliminate Maury. Okay. Um, I would... Oh my God, I don't know. This is so difficult. I know, none of them are great. <laughs> I would fornicate with uh, Jerry. Oh, you're so dirty. <laughs> and then I would forever meet Dr. Phil, even though he's so what? annoying, but I feel like he may have some words of wisdom. Nothing. Yeah, he's definitely smart. So Is he? Yeah. Anyways, I mean, he's ahead. a doctor. <laughs> I'm showing my cards, but anyway. <laughs> I hate this one, by the way, Lauren. <laughs> I actually do. Um, ugh, ugh, ugh. Okay. Who am I? Who am I fucking eliminating? I have to eliminate somebody um, off the punch. You know what? I think it's gonna be Maury. I got to get rid of Maury, and I say that because you know what? Like the man is like ninety and he still dies They're his hair brown, old. and I'm like, accept it, accept it, homie. I'm gonna They're bang all it like ninety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna fornicate, fucking, with lots of Viagra, with. My boy Jerry, Jerry Springer, because I feel like uh -huh. he's seen some shit. He's had some shit with guests. Yeah. And then I think, you know, Asal, you made a good point. Like, Dr. Phil, uh, I might forever meet him because he's a doctor. And I'm always, like, paranoid about ailments and shit. Also, he's got the money. Um, he's got that. He's got, like, a pretty successful talk show. He has, like, interesting guests. I don't know. I feel like I could be, you know, Mrs. Dr. Phil. I think it'd be fine. So, what right, about so you? Carly and I have the same answer. Who's next? Uh, I guess I am. Mike. Yeah. Um, okay. Right off the bat, I'm getting rid of Dr. Phil. Fuck Dr. Phil. Uh, <laughs> I do not like that gentleman. Um, I, I feel like he's very biased with a lot of his guests, but anyways. Uh, okay. So Dr. Phil is gone. Um, I will marry Maury. Maury's been there for me. Maury, in those times of unemployment and stuff like that, Maury has Six been. days. Exactly. With quality trash TV. Quality trash TV. Because I, I, like, I was very much more. All trash TV. Really? All their yeah. shows. You are, you are right. I, I was more along the lines of like a Jenny Jones back in the day. And after mm. later on around four o'clock, Ricky Lake would come on. But Maury's been there. Um, so Maury, definitely I'm going to marry. And after, sometimes you like to get dirty. 
And that's what Jerry's for. <laughs> Jerry's for is getting dirty. The, he, the most outlandish guest to the point where like, this has to be fake, right? This has to be. Uh, there is a Jerry Springer episode where <laughs> there, is a, there is a black gentleman <laughs> and a Caucasian girl. Oh, and the, Jerry, Jerry reveals that like, uh, he says something like along the lines is like, when you were you going to tell her that you're black? And she turns to him, she's like, you're black? And it's just like, what the fuck's going on right now? Oh. <laughs> that is the trashiest of trash TV, but sometimes trash TV is great. And so I'll say Jerry Springer, I will <laughs> fornicate with. So fornicate Jerry, marry Maury, because he's always been there. He's super supportive. And after <laughs> Dr. Phil, you, you can go, sir. Because if <laughs> I'm going to go for a doctor, it's going to be Dr. Drew. But Dr. Phil can go. You are not the father. <laughs> Okay, I would say, I think I would fornicate with Maury. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like, I just feel a stronger connection with him as well. I never really watched that much Jerry Springer, more Maury as a kid. I used to write fake letters to him about how my sister used to beat me, but she never did. What? <laughs> to him. What? Uh, it was like, dear okay. Maury, because he always had these dramatic, like terrible children and stuff on his show. And I would be like, my sister needs to go here and get yelled at by like the security. <laughs> My sister really wasn't that bad. <laughs> and so that's who I would fornicate with. Um, Jerry, I would eliminate, I think. I just don't really remember that much about him. I had to Google okay. what he looked like. Yeah. Um, Dr. Phil I'd marry, same reasons. He's a doctor. He has to have some useful skills. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, who wants to go next? So I'll go next. Um, so I don't, did you guys ever watch Laguna Beach? Hell yeah. Steve, No. What? Okay. I can, Google, I can Google the people though. I had assumed that we were all of that generation. So, <laughs> uh, and recently I saw that they did a reunion and it like inspired oh, did they really? me. Yeah. They oh, did. Wow. So, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick three three dudes from that show okay. and i want to know what you guys think so okay. we obviously let, 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 have... me, let me guess so you have steven coletti towel and trey yeah talon <laughs> talon so i have trey talon and steven so or dieter uh, you know dieter wasn't like really big in my books no, justin bobby wasn't he on that show he was on the he hills was the hills oh he was on spinoff right yeah yeah, Dude, this okay. is great because I was gonna throw in uh, a Hills reference in our before our other segment for like, what would you tell your younger self? And I'd be like, don't be the girl that didn't go to Paris. But no, this is great that you brought like gonna be. Okay, so Stephen Talon and who's the other person? Trey. Trey. Trey was like the fashion like designer guy with like the hats and shit, right? Okay, was, I don't really remember any people, icon so I'm high school. them. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll kick things off while you guys Google, okay? So one second, one second. I Googled Trey Laguna Beach and literally just trays with a beach scene on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did T-R-A-Y. Did you put T-R-E? It's T-R-E-Y. Whoops. God damn it, Aquarius. (laughs) We're good now, guys. Basic mistake. Basic. (laughs) Okay, girl, you go. Hey, guys. I don't care like when i was watching the show like mm-hmm. i loved talon like i thought he was so really? hot like i thought he was so hot and underrated so i would be marrying talon he got some hot girls he did the chick from uh, Cat dolls like how do you score that i don't know but i mean good for him right? um unpopular opinion here we go mm. i'm going to 
bang it out with Trey. I'm going to kill Ben. I feel like Steven is just like overrated and everybody would have picked him. So like, this this is just like where I'm coming from. Like, you don't want that one tree hill money? You know, Ooh, that's no, I'm good. From. Yeah. Yes, he did. He he was not. He was only on for like a season. Yeah, I think, like, right? Yeah, he did a stint. But yeah, like Talon was like hot, and I fucking love that name. I'm like, okay, <laughs> love that. Yes. Um, you're unique, and he still looks like he could get it today. Like Stephen looks like he had a bit of work done. Trey <laughs> is like doing his thing. He's like in London, like a fashion designer. So I bang yeah. that out. Um, but yeah, like okay. Talon, oh, hit wow. me up. Cool. What about you, Mike? Because I feel like you would you're able to answer this next. Uh, okay, right, right off the bat, I'm I'm marrying Trey. Um, okay. I will. Oh, this is weird. Uh, I, I will fornicate with Coletti, with Stephen Coletti, and I will let okay. Tao Tao go. I'll let Talon go. Okay. Because I'm still for bitter. me. Um, that he uh, that he hooked up with uh, what's her name Nicole uh, I don't know Schlesinger yeah exactly like I'm still to this day how how did he score that he was just a skinny kid from Laguna Beach and somehow Mm -hmm. he got like the Money. big cat doll, doll. Well, so, Lewis Hamilton from F1, he dated her for like years and he's a scrawny Lewis skinny dude. Lewis Hamilton is a goddamn prodigy and a legend. But anyways. Um, is it my turn? Yes, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing is I'm looking at an article called Laguna Beach, Where Are They Now? Uh-oh. And my answers would be completely different <laughs> when I look at them now versus then. when I look at them back then. The- <laughs> so I want to go by the like, OG Laguna Beach, like what they look like when they were basically children. Barely legal. Cool. Yeah. Great. Barely legal. So a hundred percent, I would forever mate Steven. Okay. Because okay. I, that's the only one I remember. And I think yeah. it's because I liked him the most. And also I was a One Tree Hill fan. So that would be why. We'll see for life. Um, and then I think I would then fornicate with, um, Trey mm-hmm. because he's like cute. Like he's my, definitely my type when the show aired. There you go. <laughs> and there you go. he like looks really hot now. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm only doing this based on their, what I they originally looked exactly. So, and then I would get rid of Talon because like, just looking at this photo, I'm like, absolutely not. And also <laughs> he's wearing a shirt that says Hollywood rednecks. <laughs> that's my man find more talent that's for carly but he's Asal. hot now so like i like i said it would change yeah, yeah. what about you asal from um, your little your your short stint of research yeah <laughs> uh, i would eliminate steven i don't think he's attractive okay okay um i would fornicate with talent mm-hmm. and i would forever meet trey because i think he's actually cute now yeah yeah the trey and talon are like pretty attractive now steven i don't think is attractive but i know that's who i thought was the most attractive back yeah. then <laughs> sometimes it works out like that you know you, you you peak out in high school sometimes yeah he definitely peaked in high school yeah. i think personally <laughs> all right that was okay so does anyone have another one i have another one but you can go if you have one sure okay let's uh Let's try this again. We are going to do the good old, oh no, right here. We got it right here. All right, oh, screen this, share? Yeah, we're going to do screen share. Oh, I love yeah. when you do this. And I literally just did this like five minutes ago. Uh, and we're going to do Battle of the Jasons. <gasps> okay. So can you see the screen? Yes. 
Okay, so we got we got Jason Statham, and then we got uh, Jason Bateman, and then we have my best friend. He doesn't know yet, but I passed him over the weekend. Uh, Jason Momoa. So, what are you gonna do, ladies? Who do you want to go first? Uh, well, okay, fine. We'll go for the way I see it. So Lauren first, then Carly, then Asal. Okay, so you're gonna have to help me up with the last names because I have no idea what their last names were. Okay, so um, yeah, so okay. Baldy is Jason Statham, then going to the right is Jason Bateman, and then Jason Momoa. So okay, so Jason Sta- Statham. Statham. <laughs> it's okay, Jason. Jason S. S. Jason. Jason S. I'm eliminating. Okay. I just don't. He doesn't do it for me in this line right. right now. The middle guy, Jason. Bateman. Bateman. I think I would um, forever mate him. Okay. I just like him. I feel like I've seen him in more things than the other guys. Yeah, Ozark um, and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, and then your your BFF that you yep. saw in Ossington. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely like fornicate him because he just looks like a like man that you want to fornicate. With. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. <laughs> All right, there you go. Carly, you're next. Oh, okay. Statham, you got to go. I'm sorry. Like, oh. I see that receding hairline and that thinning hair. No. Um, That's an old no. picture. He's just, he's clean now. He's just <laughs> gone. Yeah. yeah. No, Jason Statham, uh, compared to the next two, no, he's got to go. I'm eliminating him. Mm. Um, oh, this one's tough because I like them both equally. But you know what? I am going to fornicate with Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to marry Jason Momoa because mm-hmm. Jason Momoa, I think he's like a little bit closer to my age. I think he's super hot. I think he's so fucking fine. I feel like he has a really good personality. Mm-hmm. Not that Jason Bateman doesn't have a good personality, but like I feel like I get bored with him over time. So I can't okay. marry him. So I'm just yeah. going to like bang it out with him. But Momoa, Aquaman, he'll be my boy. Mm. Hey, I actually really think Jason Statham is hot. He's a good looking guy. But compared with the other two, not so much. <laughs> I do love him though, but I'm going to eliminate him. I'm okay. going to probably mate Jason Bateman because uh-huh. I love him. I think he'd make a great husband. Mm-hmm. And then I'd forever, uh, or I'd fornicate, fornicate. Um, Jason Momoa because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that he was like our age though. I think I thought he was like 45. Who, uh, Momoa? Yeah. I think he's, I don't think he's exactly right. I think he's like 38, maybe. Oh. Close okay. to 40. Yeah, I can't I thought, I thought Carly said. I could um, be wrong. Closer to our age. I guess like 38. Oh my God, we're so old. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he's 41. He's 41. 41. There we go. 41. Okay. 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 Uh, how about me? Um, yes. This is going to be the first time I, I, I do a cop out. And uh, there is, I'm not killing I'm not fornicating. I'm not marrying. The boys are going out for beers. I'm friending everyone up. <laughs> yeah, we'll dude, accept that. Right? That's my boy. I can't we'll be fornicating him. with him. I, I love his wife, uh, Lisa Bonet, so I'm not marrying him. And there's no elimination. Come on. Come on. You just, you know too much about them. Like, I know nothing but, like, their looks. So I'm like, <laughs> yes. You, like, you guys are like, yes, this guy has a great personality. I'm like, I don't know what his personality is. I don't even know how to say his last name. Boys are going um, out for beers. All right, I have one. Um, okay. You say we do this one and then call it an episode. All yes. right. I like it. Lock it up. All right. So this is Harry Potter themed. I don't okay. think we've done this before. Doom, um, doom, doom. So Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Rupert Grant. Or Emma Watson. Okay. 
I mean, Scott Warren and Emma Watson. Um, It's going to be Mike, Lauren, Carly, and me. Okay. I am going to marry um, uh, Rupert Grint, uh, Ron Weasley. I am going to fornicate uh, Emma Watson. And then Daniel Radcliffe. And I'm just I'm just viewing this as their characters, not them as like people as their characters. Okay. Harry yeah. Potter was a big old bitch. I always felt this way. Every other movie that motherfucker was passing out and he's supposed to be the chosen one. Fuck <laughs> that noise. So I, I don't care. If there's Harry Potter fans out there who want to at me, come at me. I got a cruciatus here waiting for you. But anyways. Okay. Calm yeah, down. Okay. Take a breath, Mike. Take a breath. Ling- Wingardium Leviosa. Chill. Whose turn is it? Mine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so really ironic because I just decided... Um, this past week that I was going to read the Harry Potter series because I've never read it in my entire life. And I just started the book oh, this week. Suppose. So very timely. Okay. Um, so I would say, I think I would eliminate um, Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> eliminate Harry Potter. Um, I think, I think I would forever mate Hermione. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I, like, think she's badass and I, like, like what she puts out in the world. I do kind of think I would get annoyed by her after a while. Yeah. But I just think, I, I don't know, I think she'd be, like, fun to marry or forever mate. Um, and then Rupert, I would um, just fornicate with. There you go. I don't know what to do with him. The ginger. <laughs> The ginge. Okay, so I think Mike and I had the same one. So mm-hmm. I am going to be eliminating uh, Daniel Radcliffe mm-hmm. from the equation. Harry Potter. Um, I am I going to. I'm going to fornicate with Little Miss right? Emma Watson, Hermione. Yeah. Like, might as well. I've never had like a les experience. Let's bring it on. <laughs> um, but smart, smart, sexy. Right. And then Rupert Grint, aka Ron Weasley. I really think that he I always I have a soft spot for redheads. I really truly do. Fun fact about me. Um maybe because like one of the guys I like was super into, like in high school, Hello. was a ginge. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think he would just be super fun and super silly and he'd be like make, be, make the best mate. And family is important. He comes from a good family. So I is. love his mom and his right? dad. Like RIP to his bros. But like, yeah, like <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> great family. Okay, I'm sorry. It's been out for like 18 years. If you haven't, like, if you don't know what's happened, like, <laughs> yeah, I I already know the gen- the general story, but yeah. Um. Okay. There we go. Well, that was a magical time. I would um eliminate Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. I would fornicate with Rupert Grant. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. So have a soft, soft spot for Ginge. Really? Yeah. And then I would forever meet Emma Watson because, uh, like Lauren said, I feel like she's a badass. She's pretty yeah. cool. Can't she's go wrong with that choice. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. So there's there's clearly a problem there with the character Harry Potter because no yeah. one wanted that motherfucker. <laughs> like, great job casting, like, the most, uh, like, having like the most unlikable leading character like you know what i mean like of his of like the most like iconic series of all yeah. time <laughs> like nobody wants to everyone wants to fucking kill him like, no one's fucking him like, no one's marrying him they just want him dead 
<laughs> I also Googled what he looked like just because, like, I obviously know what he looks like, but I was curious uh-huh. on, like, what he looked like recently. And, like, there's a photo came up of him, like, so, like, with straggly beard and, like, hair. And I'm like, I don't know about that. And, like, I'm pretty sure Rupert looked cute. I'm pretty sure, though, like, I I must have had a crush on Daniel Radcliffe when, like, Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like a lot I'm of people didn't. Sure I liked him. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's so cute. Yeah. But, yeah, now, no way. All right. Okay, kids. That's well, it. This, this has been fun. This is a great episode. A little long. A little long. Yeah. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot to share and a lot to talk about. We went all so. over. We went from we went from Hollywood. We went to Hogwarts. You know, <laughs> we went to Laguna Beach. We did a lot yeah. of traveling. <laughs> Cross the map. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Somebody Date Us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll miss you until next week. Yeah, and, and also thank you for everyone that voted for us uh, during our little competition there in the Toronto Now magazine. Uh, yes. So we appreciate. We don't know it. what the results are, but we no, appreciate we you if you voted. Yeah. Exactly. And if you didn't, fuck you. Don't listen to this podcast <laughs> ever again, you unloyal fucking, fucking listener. Dead to us. <laughs> yeah. You're <Thank> done. You. <laughs> and this is a Sal speaking, by the way. <laughs> Bye guys. guys. Bye. Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. 